ready. Hello, hello. You are listening to the Wisecast. This is your host Tyson, and uh, this is only our, I don't know, probably our seventh attempt to record. So uh, yeah, uh, it's been a rough one. So um, today we have a special guest. I'm super excited about. Um, if you could introduce yourself. How's it going, guys? Uh, my name is Hunter. Uh, 18 years old, senior in high school. And as I was saying in the other trial, I've always wanted to be on a podcast. It's pretty cool. So cool to be here. Awesome. Yeah, so um, you're a senior. Mm-hmm. You're graduating amidst the zombie apocalypse or yes. the corona COVID-19. Uh, what are your thoughts about that, man? Like, are you bummed? Uh, some aspects. Um, <laughs> the, uh, some aspects. Um, it's obviously a very, um, I don't know what word you want to call it, not normal way to end a senior year. To say the um, least. To say the least, absolutely. <laughs> Um, I mean, we, we've been out of school. It's not like it's just now. We, I've been out of school for a few months now. Um, yeah, we're, I think we're like eight weeks in now, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, about two months. Yeah. Yeah. Shelter in place, mm-hmm. uh, quarantine thing is, it's been going on for a while. Yeah. And, uh, it, it's, it's a, not only do I think it's, um, weird adjustment for seniors in high school or anyone going to school, but it's also a weird adjustment for, um, human beings. I mean, right now in the United States, not just the United States, I guess, but. This is very businesses are closed down, um, gyms are closed down, obviously schools are closed down, and uh, everything is kind of, kind of different. Um, now, as far as senior year, uh, obviously we're not gonna have grad night. I know a lot of people are disappointed about that. I'm a little, di- little bummed about that. Um, big one, our prom. Big one is graduation, obviously. Um, now, if you're asking me. Um, I've always struggled in school, so I have appreciated the break. Obviously, I don't think this is a good time to, <laughs> you know. But oh no, you're good. You um, share whatever you're comfortable sharing, man. Um, like, I did not like school. School no, was not easy for I'm me. I'm not a big fan, but for my parents, <laughs> I'm a little bummed because I know my parents have really, especially um, you know my mom and uh, my stepmom, and obviously I don't even know, I'm talking about my dad, <laughs> my dad as well. Um, I know it would mean a lot to them to see me walk down, you know, in my cap and gown and get my diploma. And uh, that would mean a lot to them. So I, I think in a way I'm bummed for them, you know, because of how much work they've really, you know, put in raising me and getting me through school. So Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, kind of disruptive for sure. I mean, this is uh, unprecedented times. Definitely. So um, yeah. so you're bummed for your family and you're like, ah, I don't really care. Is that kind of? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess you could, if I'm, if I'm going to be honest, yeah, I, uh, school is always stressing me out. School is actually definitely a trigger for me as far as, you know, having a hard time. School is definitely one of them. So, um, sure. you know, so having a break from school has been, I am bummed that, uh, you know, I can't get to do grad night, get to be with my buddies and really enjoy the ending of a senior year. I'm pretty bummed about that. Um, you know, cool things about senior year is like every year, you know, the seniors get to walk down the court and, all the other grades are in the bleachers watching, and that was something that's cool. I was looking for just little stuff like that, so I'm a little bummed about that. Sure. Um, but I'm kind of like, you know, things are obviously very out of order because of this whole COVID-19 thing. Um, yeah, but it's interesting. It sounds like uh, you're, like, stepping forward. You're moving forward, though, right? You're like, yeah. All right, so you did a good job of kind of articulating how – We've been in this for about eight weeks now, and it's kind of normalized. Mm-hmm. 
Um, although far from normal, people have accepted it and kind of like, all right, well, what are we going to do next? Right. Um, when it first happened, when, like when you, they said, hey, no school, like the first week, how was that? Uh, it, it felt like, like you said, it felt like a, a zombie apocalypse. It was very odd. I'm like, hmm. And now and they're giving estimations when it initially happened. Like, oh, you're going to be back at school by April. Yeah. And now they were just saying right. that then. And then a few weeks goes by. Oh, they're going to be back in school in May. And it's like, reality is you don't know. And uh, I think initially when it happened, I was kind of more freaking out because it just happened. And people are catching this virus like crazy. And I remember hearing about it when it got in China, and it wasn't really in the United States yet. I was like, well, uh-huh. that'd be terrible to have in the U.S. I and know, right? Yeah. A few weeks goes by, and here it is, you know? So, you know, every, I mean, not everybody, but it's, it's I mean, you can see on your phone, you know, I know there's people carrying cancer, but, you know, you can't find them on a map, but, and, you know, unfortunately, but if you see, like, you know, NFL coaches or players or athletes, it's like they're getting it, and it's scary. And uh, initially when it happened, I was, I was, it's pretty scared, you know. I, I'm, I'm an athlete myself. I'm in a gym quite a bit, so I was a little uh, freaking out about that. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's crazy. My brother-in-law um, was just sharing with us that the NBA, uh, entire NBA, I believe it was New York, I don't know, New York Knicks or whatever, mm-hmm. the entire team had it, and they were asymptomatic. And so part of that was like, that's cr- and they didn't even know it, right? They yeah. tested them all, and all these guys, you know, top athletes, great shape. They're not displaying any symptoms, but they're carrying it, which means that they're literally sharing it with everyone else, everyone else around them, which is kind of crazy, which I think, you know, it's like, anyway, it's, it's just scary to know that we could be coming across people that may be carrying it. And that's why if, I know for me, I'm wearing a mask mm-hmm. and you see other people aren't wearing a mask. You're like, oh, I know where God has yeah. plans for me. And you're just like, wait, this has nothing to do with you. This has to do, everything Everybody to do with else. your neighbor. Yeah. Like. I don't care how you feel about yourself right, right. getting it. The mask doesn't protect you from getting it. The mask, you know, so it's kind of crazy. This is like the worst time to be selfish. This is Uh-oh. the worst time. You totally. know what I mean? You got to think about everybody else too yeah. or else it's going to keep spreading. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's scary. I mean, I'm, anyway, well, so your plans got derailed. Your mm-hmm. parents' plans or what they envisioned for you got derailed, which is like celebrating your Love huge that. achievements and you're stepping off to begin your life. Right. Um, what, what, do you have any thoughts about like kind of what that looks like now for your future? Uh, well, obviously, um, out of order. Um, so I, my fu- as far as my future, uh, for example, I was going to go to uh, a welding program at, after high school. Um and that was supposed to be in August, but now because of this, everything that's going on, it's been postponed to October. Um, and we're possibly looking at postponing it longer, again, even again, more, right? Yeah. Because now they're talking about like this not just being a couple months out. Mm-hmm. But we really don't know. I mean, I think they're just giving estimations to. It's a moving target. Exactly. Like it's like you're literally trying to hit mm-hmm. a moving target. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, now we're looking at um, outbreaks. Yes. Um, you know, like, uh, I think, what was it? Oh, man, where did I see that? There was an article that said an outbreak in uh, a different country. Germany, I think it was? Ger- I think it was. I yeah. think I remember hearing about Germany. Yeah, yeah and it's just like, and then and another um, outbreak. So part of that is like, we're already looking into going to phase two or phase three or mm-hmm. phase two and a half up here in Mariposa. And it's like, uh, it just makes you nervous. Because um, it's uh, such an interesting thing. Yeah. 
I, I, and to be honest, I think when it first when the virus first came out and they were talking about it, um, I'm 18, so I and uh, I don't remember anything that's really happened like this before. Um, I think they said something about like the Spanish flu. Yeah. But I I hate to be uh, non historical, but what what era was that? I'm not really sure. Yeah. Well, you're definitely. I would say. I mean, that's a really good point because this is history in the making. Mm-hmm. Like you're, we're in the midst of a huge turn of events. I mean, this has huge implications on how we view and engage and treat. But I mean, again, this is also look at history and every what few hundred years or couple hundred years has been these different pandemics that have come through. Um, so I think it's just it is interesting how it's. Uh, yeah, how I mean, some people even I guess predicted it at times, um, and I think there's been concerns in the medical field about this. Yes, and here we are. You know, and it's interesting because you get so much resistance from people saying, "Oh, this is all conspiracy to take my freedom." You know, it's like you get all kinds of different perspectives, and you're very like, d- especially right now because there's going to be. St- and the thing that I'm thinking about is like history is being made. So 20 years from now, I'm going to be talking to my kids about this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And they're going to be listening to this podcast, you know, and it's it's just well, hopefully that'd be, hopefully that'd be, great. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but you know what I mean? Like this is a crazy time and uh it's 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 just crazy time. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's uh I'm going to kind of uh, shift gears a bit. Um so w- social media. What do you prefer? Mm. Do you pre- have a social media preference? Uh, Facebook, Instagram? I would say I do. I think I'm more of a Facebook. Facebook. Um I've had I've had all the uh, other ones, so I do know what they're like, and uh, I prefer Facebook. Really? Yeah. Nice. Cool. That's good to know. Mm. Um, awesome. So if you were um, to impart, we're going to kind of go down. I know that was kind of heavy earlier, but we're going we're gonna to go down real talk again. And uh, if you were to impart your wisdom to an adult about youth culture, uh, about young person culture because you're 18 you're mm-hmm. not quite i mean you are an adult mm-hmm. but i think you're also in between that age where i'm uh, still in the youth i'm still in the youth let's <laughs> okay, be honest you still identify as a <laughs> younger generation yeah what would your advice be to adults mm-hmm. about youth culture it's a good one um well obviously uh you know your youth, your youth culture when you were my age is different. My youth culture now is very different. So there's, you know, it's very, um, everything's different. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, different. So I guess some wisdom. Hmm. No rush. You can take your time. I mean. It's just a good question. You know, I didn't. So you're more so. What advice I would give to other adults from about yeah about young people. Um, I would say nowadays one of the biggest flaws. Not just with um, youth, but I'd say, you know, our society is, um, I think I talked about this a little bit earlier, of how one-minded we are. I think, um, especially in the youth culture, I think people need to be more um, diverse. And just because you don't agree with someone feels their opinion, that that's fair. But I think how we um, assess that, like, you know, I don't agree with you, I don't, but it's all good. You know, I think nowadays, especially in youth cultures, if you don't believe or feel the same way they do, it turns into um, a dysfunctional um, issue. And it doesn't have to be that way, you know? It not doesn't ev- have to cause division. Exactly. Not, not everyone's going to agree on everything. We're all humans. We all have our different beliefs and opinions. And I just, that would be one. Would yeah. Be one. Cool. So be more accepting of other people's perspectives. Definitely. Definitely. It's not, sounds like you're saying, the important part isn't whether you agree with them or disagree. It's how you 
respond to that. You yeah. know, it's like how you respond and engage from that, even from that point yes, forward, right? Definitely. I mean, I think uh, it's interesting. Like, that's one fascinating thing about social media technology. It has so much potential to bring us together and to educate. Mm-hmm. And then we see a lot of it, um, kind of this, you know, causing division or call it, you know, causing polarization. Um, as if uh, that's who people are, their their political perspective or intellectual belief system is who they are, and so right. it divides, which um, can be, which is really unfortunate. Um, but I think I hear you saying like it doesn't have to be that at all. No, definitely not. I mean, I uh, not even necessarily just that, but there's just so many. Um, you know, I see videos and just there's so many issues going on. There's always going to be issues going on. That's just a fact. But I see so many issues going on that don't have to be issues. It's like sure. so much outrage in the world is you don't agree with me. I don't like you. It's like people are allowed to have their own opinion. And um, I think one a factor that plays in that is the stereotypical kind of deal. You know, I think, for example, social media. Sure. If you talk to most older people, most, like they all, yeah. they view social media as a negative thing. Sure. I would say. And, yeah. uh, I'm at, I don't I don't know the stats of that I don't have I can't prove that but just from my experience most of um you know the adults in my you know that I've been experienced with in my life uh, most of them say oh social media is not good and this is why and that's why and yeah um but if you were to say for so example social media could bring us together that would just be a joke to them you know what I mean sure. so well it's interesting because I think uh, you know technology. Like you, like we fear the unknown, right? Mm-hmm. And so, or if we're not super familiar or savvy about something, it's easy to kind of like avoid or stay away, or you know what I mean. So I think that's kind of it's like we're not going to seek to understand that or something. Yeah. And I think that oftentimes that's kind of we hear a lot of people responding out of that sense of fear, definitely frustration, definitely. you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I mean, I especially I, I think uh, it's inter- interesting to see the different generations adapt to technology differently, whether you're born into it. Mm-hmm. Right, like I'd say, you're more born into a more tech savvy right. world, whereas, you know, your parents and I were like, no, well, we remember when the internet came out as dial-up, yeah, <laughs> you know, in the nineties. Everybody tells know. me that, yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> you know, so it's like we adapted and we, you know, we observed it, we partook in it, but uh, it's also very different. Even like this other generation that we've mentioned on this podcast before is Gen Z, or yeah, Gen Z or the alpha generation, like they were born like this younger generation, which is like eight or nine years old or old and, and below. They're born into smart with smartphones in their yes, hands and they can navigate definitely. smartphones without ever using words. All my to little, yeah. Most of my little cousins. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. dude, <laughs> It's crazy. Anyway, yeah. all I have to say that has, that has different implications in how they view and see the world than how they exist even. Mm-hmm. Right. Because our first contact, you know, it's, it's just a very, very different learning, um, you know, how it's wiring their brains all together. So it's kind of crazy if you think about it like that. Like Definitely, yeah. Like different generations, this is, we need cultural interpreters. Mm-hmm. So I think it's even like to take your advice is like we need, we need to be more open-minded with each other to exactly. understand each other. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And hopefully this podcast is going to help with that. I <laughs> know, like. that'd be awesome, yeah. <laughs> so that being said, so, you, so that was your advice for older generations mm-hmm. now looking back on younger people mm-hmm. looking look into the younger generations below you coming up 
as they had in because you're you're stepping up to start your life right you graduate from high school um with a really weird graduation very weird <laughs> or the lack thereof mm-hmm. nevertheless you get a diploma right um that's all that matters and now you like are stepping off your life very differently than your parents mm. and their parents now what would you what what advice would you give younger people coming up mm. below you beneath you know that's younger than you uh i feel like and mm, so many uh i could say from personal experience um you know for example you know going up in high school or going up in the middle school um i was always big on acceptance so you know i have i have an older cousin or not older but he's around the same age as me and uh i love him but i i can say now growing up i was always in high school and middle school i was always trying to be like him so i can get acceptance from other people and i think a lot of younger people tend to do that tend to do that especially going into high school because high school in middle school, you know, just growing up, sure. you always tend to want to, so you can get accepted to other people. I w- don't try to do that because um, huh. it's just not, it just, it's not going to change how you, you know what I'm saying? Like, be you, that's what I'm saying. And uh, don't awesome. be so paranoid of uh, of acceptance from other people because people are going to have their opinions. And yeah. um, as far as, you know, other kids, I guess you could say. That's great advice. Yeah. And, um, there's another thing I was gonna say. That's good. Adi- that's good advice for adults too. Yeah. I think that's one thing that's hard to do is be comfortable in your own skin, right? And don't try it. One thing. One more thing. I don't try to grow up too fast because when I was in high school, mainly high school, I was trying to grow up way, way, way too fast. I was like, oh, I can't wait to get out of high school. I can't wait to, you know, drive and you know, just uh, independence. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's gonna get there. And, you know, it will, so don't be trying to rush it because that's just going to ruin your process of growing up, you know. Sure, yeah. yeah. You know, so. That's awesome, I love it. Yeah. So, don't try and seek the approval of others. Mm-hmm. And don't try and grow up too fast. Yes. Because responsibility has a, has a, has the nature and ability to roll downhill. Right, absolutely. <laughs> Meaning you're going to, mm-hmm. responsibility is going to come. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Don't and rush I, it. And, uh, I'm, you know, I just, I've, I had recently <laughs> just begun my journey, but I guarantee, you know, I think you could say it too, I'm going to have some rough patches, but everyone does. But what I'm saying is now looking back, I wish I would have just stopped and hung out for a minute when I was in high, you know, when I was thinking about growing up, thinking, you know, you're I'm younger, saying, yeah. yeah, especially high school, because high school was, Especially when you get to high school, it's like, oh, I'm getting older now. Like, you know, can't wait to be an adult. It's like, just enjoy it, you know, just enjoy it. Especially now because I'm not even going to have a graduation. So, and other kids my age, so. Yeah, I mean, it also kind of presents an opportunity to be more creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right to kind of reflect and be like, wow, am I am I growing up too fast? Like, right. how, can I, you know, or maybe it's not about growing up too fast. It's about maybe I'm trying to grow in a few wrong areas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, I feel like I agree. That's what yeah. I for me. It's like, I don't want to grow up. Like, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what I do when I grow up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think that's, that's kind of the struggle. And I think that's okay. Right. To not have all the answers. Definitely. Like you don't have to graduate from high school having all the answers. I think, uh, one thing I think humans need to, Sorry, voice crack. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm still a teenager. Um, <laughs> they need to accept what we do know 
and not freak out about what we don't know. I huh. think we need to be okay with not knowing some stuff. I think that's an issue. I think yeah, a lot of people have. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Although that can be scary too, right? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. but I think that's the, uh, yeah, awesome. I love it. Dude, that's some good, good insight. Um, Justice League or Marvel? Action. Behind every shirt is a story. A program which started at Ethos Youth Center, Pathos Screen Printing supports young people. And builds community one shirt at a time. We don't only print on shirts. We do athletic apparel, hats, koozies, and bulk orders. We can do orders big and small. Business to business contracts are welcome. Pathos invests 100% of its profits back into youth in our community. Call us at 209 742 4257 for a free quote today. Again, that's 742-4257. We are located at 5174 Highway 140 at the four-way stop across from Chevron Gas Station in Mariposa. Check us out at pathosscreenprinting.com. Mmm, the easy one, Marvel. Nice. Always been a Marvel guy. <laughs> I respect DC, but I've always been a Marvel guy. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I should have said DC, not Justice League, because that suggests a few. Uh, yeah, I hate yeah, sorry. I, when you said so it, that that's, what I, that's how I interpreted it. Sorry. Yeah, about DC. That. No, it's good. No, yeah. That was a good point. Yeah, no. I'm, I think uh, Marvel for myself. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, um, I'm a big uh, Marvel guy. I, I like all, obviously, Spider Man, number one, but I, I like all the guys Wolverine, Hulk, and. Nice. I watched all the Marvel movies. There's not one I haven't watched, so. Cool, cool. Um, my next question was going to be Spider-Man or I was trying to think of another Marvel one. Spider-Man, 100%. 100%, Spider-Man, you're all Spider-Man. Spider-Man's number one. Uh, I do like Tobey Maguire, the first Spider-Man, just to be clear. Nice. Tom Holland's cool, they're going to be wrong, but their originals are better. So. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's awesome. I haven't heard that argument. Okay, yeah. cool, I like it. Um, what's another one of your favorite uh, Marvel movies? Uh, I like Iron Man. Um, obviously, Iron Man's cool, but I like Iron Man as his character just because um, it makes it. And I feel like <laughs> I guess I'm going off, but in no, Iron go Man, go off, dude. Uh, this is great. And <laughs> Iron Man, I feel like his character is so much about his mistakes and his flaws, and growing up into uh, in the movie, it's a superhero. But I think it more so him it's growing up into a man. So if you watch the movies, you notice he's. He's kind of total bachelor. Has a very bad drinking problem. He parties and growing up into the he's you can see his character that um what's his um you talking about um the actor what's it, what's his name I know him oh man I hate it when I do this I uh, watch his interview with Joe Robert Robert. Downey Jr. Jeez <laughs> um Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. He did yeah. a great job portraying Tony Stark. Oh totally. But if you know every movie he's coming into himself and by like the last one he was a father and had a daughter and. Same with uh, That's a really good point. Uh, a big one that was really big on um, you know my philosophies is um, Wolverine. Wolverine never dies, never ages. Um, in fact, if you watch the last few movies, he's struggling with depression because he's depressed. As humans, as sad as we like to say it, but unfortunately as a human life, there's a beginning and there's an end as far as a human life. Sure. So imagine not having an end, knowing you're not going to have an end. Yeah. That will mess you up mentally. And oh, I, totally. And I, and I loved how they, in that movie, they talked about those aspects. And um, 
I just thought it was cool. And he obviously struggled with, you know, drug addiction and uh, just. Yeah. I like, I like, and that's, that's just one of the reasons why I liked it. I, I thought it was cool. I, th- I don't know who the dra- director was, but I love how they kind of. Yeah. Um, shed some light on that. But yeah, that's actually, you're right. You could literally see the progression of uh, Tony Stark growing. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, I mean, even to the point where, yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's why I like Spider-Man is because Spider-Man was never portrayed as like the perfect character or perfect human. Yeah. Like he wrestled with his own humanity mm-hmm. and he was just kind of raw and real. That's why I think I was turned off to, to Superman. Yeah. Like Superman was perfect. Even yeah. his little curly cue on his front of his dome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, if you grew up with the original. Like, no, I know. I was one. a child, right? I'm, I'm um, a- he was like perfect. They had like, you know, he, he he was perfect. Like mm-hmm. the only imperfection was he kryptonite was his weakness. You know what I mean? Like he was kind of so he like has like the ideal body and strength and saved everyone and had all the wisdom and knowledge. And then there's Spider Man who's just like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. Like yeah. I'm just trying to figure life out, man. Like this yeah. crap is crazy. That's like exactly. True. So it's just, but it was also if you look at when Spider Man or when Superman was created back, you know, in the early what 50s in the black and white mm-hmm. TV was. era, yeah. right? And then the development of this new superhero, it's kind of, it's kind of it speaks into the different generations of when they're created, and so right, right, and how that all kind of evolved. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. interesting to see. Anyway, but I agree. I, I mean, Spider-Man. I think, uh, in fact, my uh, uh, one of my mentors, life mentors, Pastor Bruce, was actually he wrote a paper on this, talked about the difference between Spider-Man, and I remember reading like, man, this is great. So it's kind of interesting. Um, but I think that's also an example of different generational. Uh, perspectives. Well, if you watch uh, all the Wolverine movies, you could see how he... He's not uh, dead, by the way. He's on the island with Tupac. <laughs> in Cuba? Is it in Cuba? Yeah. <laughs> I heard that one. I just refuse to accept the Wolverine died. He's just my favorite, dude. <laughs> well, I'm I mean, if you do it so long, it's like the stereotypical kind of thing that lives with you. It's like, he's never going to die. Yeah, yeah. My point was, like, we see him grow into the movie. He see how he adjusts to each society. So he, you know, in the 1800s, in yeah. the 1900s. Yeah. Just saw, seeing how his character adjusts to, um, I mean, how how do you think we would, as humans, if we never died, how do you think we would last? Dude, I, that would mess me up. I, exactly. That, like, yeah. that's like, yeah. That So I'm watching this, Iris and I, are, uh, we started watching this show on Amazon Prime called Upload. Um, and it's a new, the idea is that you, if you're going to die, you can upload your thoughts and your conscience to this database and so you can live forever and you can talk to people and you could FaceTime them or whatever, you know, video time them um, over uh, over the internet essentially and re- with people living in real time so you never actually die. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what a, like, that, that like, where's the beauty in life at that point? Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly, what I mean? I'm yeah. like, Anyway, it was crazy. It's a great. It's a fun series. I think one uh, thing about uh, it's not a good topic, but one thing about death is, as far as the human death, oh, um, death is. It's just a way to, but real. I think with death, you always the good thing about death is, or the goal for me. So like when I die, whenever that is, um, I want to leave behind a legacy, and I want it to be a good legacy. You know, sure. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like for. Uh, for humans, um, I think it's one thing that people need to, you know, leaving a good legacy behind for your kids or for the people you care about, you know. And uh, I just think that's something that's really something I want to do, you know. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I feel like 
I mean, those life ebbs and flows for a reason, right? Yeah. Those downtimes let you know when the good times are. Yeah. Or vice versa, right? So mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, I'm sure we could sit around and we could talk more about our favorite superheroes. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to say to the world? Uh, obviously, um, stay safe, obviously, because this is a very crazy time. I know I'm out here making jokes about, you know, not going to school and stuff, but in all seriousness, though, I know a lot of families are being affected by this. A lot of people are, um, and, uh, you know, stay safe. I'm praying for you guys, and, uh, yeah, that's about it, yeah. Awesome. Thank you for having me on. It's cool. Well, I think, uh... I think that's all we got for today. Thank you for listening to the Wisecast. Hold on, man. Sweet. How do you push that?